Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. So when you talk about strategy and you talk about putting forth you know, your, your mission of what you want to accomplish, there are some key principles that we as Practice Blueprint share with practitioners identical, identical principles, identical strategy, identical ways of looking at things, identical mindset that you as a practitioner are going to have to instill in the mind of your client. It doesn't change. That's how you know you're dealing with truth, is that universally it applies across all relationships. That's how you know you're dealing with the truth. Mm-hmm. And, don't, and people confuse facts with truths. Facts are facts, but the truth is the truth, right? And the energy and the dynamic behind truth, far superior to facts. Facts are boring. You know, that, that fire extinguisher is red. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Take it off the wall and shoot it at a fire and watch what happens, what, what that can do, right? That's the truth. It's much more dynamic to see it in action than just to know facts about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we have people come here and spend time with us and actually in the trenches with me, Craig, Tammy, mm-hmm. Becca, front office, here's how we communicate, here's how we do it over and over because we know if we'll do it that way, we're positioning our clients to have the best possible relationship with this office, the best possible relationship with themselves, and the long-term outcome, their health improves, mm-hmm. which is what they say they wanted to begin with. Right? And so when we focus on that over and over and over and over again, you build a long-term, stable relationship in your community. You know, one of the things um, that I learned in 2000, I think it was six or seven, uh, from my, I can't remember if it was my buddy in San Diego or my buddy in Washington. I can't remember. Um, but he said, as soon as your practice, if you're, if it's a business, and as soon as your practice, when, and this is full time, not part time, but as soon as your practice hits ten thousand dollars a week in cash revenue, mm-hmm. that's called stable. Oh. I'm like, wow, you got to be producing forty grand a month, and you're just classified as stable. Okay as a business and he said yeah let me explain why he says businesses that can achieve that level of consistent production typically are best positioned to survive the economic downturns the challenges of prime rates going up and down the swapping of the guard whether it's democrat or republican uh you know all these you know resourcing services and manufacturing and 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 having you know access to the things that make your business run blah 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 blah. personnel issues right typically you're in a situation so that's what leon and i did our our goal was because i bought into it 
I didn't know any better. I just bought into it. I thought, okay, that I trust the guy. He must be telling me the truth. That's my goal. That's my goal. So we <laughs> shot for 10 grand a week as fast as possible, and but as stable as possible. And it took us nine months. It took us nine months um, to get to that to that level. And you have just two people. Uh huh. Sounds good. Um, it was exciting. <laughs> I no, actually, it was exciting. You know why? Because both her and I got to grow into what that required. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I mean, we got to grow into. We knew conceptually the price we were willing to pay. We were already paying the price. We were here. We were here the hours. Okay. They weren't full of anything yet, but we were here the hours, right? And so we had to go back through all the clients and do the referral. I mean, we had to set everything up. Um, it's focusing on the fun part yeah, of that journey. The process. And that's where um, where I think a lot of people get held up and like they hit one roadblock or hit yeah. up or whatever and they're like, I'm down, this isn't working. Whereas yeah. like our right. approach is more of like it's a game. Yep. So yeah. we're trying to figure out, oh, I'm not playing the game or I'm not playing the game right, or I need or I need to take a different approach, or I yeah. need to go a different path, or who's ahead of me in the game that I could see what they're doing and, and figure the reality is, So for us, we just approach it like a game. It's a process. That's the only difference. Yeah. It's well, process. it's never going to be all uphill. Right. And you're never. Have never. Bubbles. And it's usually more simple than it's made to be. Yeah. Like, I'm really good at overcomplicating it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I sometimes make it too simple. Because mm-hmm. then I don't because because I, I throw it out there and in my mind it made sense, but there but people need to meet okay connect dots though mm-hmm. like that's why she's really good. That's why the yin and yang dynamic between what Beck and I bring to this is so vital and valuable. Is that she says okay, but connect the dots a little better here. Mm-hmm. Connect the dots. Have you thought that through, right? And, and so when I do that, then it, it forces me to dig deeper into my own experience and then be able to present that to someone else. And then everybody's positioned to experience the process of that game, mm-hmm. but at a much higher vibration, right? A much higher energy. Like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Okay, this is the price I got to pay. And it's going to be much less than the price that I paid. Because in, in 2003 and four. I mean, I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm going to go back shooting horses. <laughs> I'm going to go back. I'm going to go out to LCCC and get me a job as a farrier assistant or something. I mean, I'm done. Because it was brutal. And here's why. I didn't enjoy playing the game. I didn't understand that the game involved in the process to get there as a successful practitioner inside of a clinic and the dynamic of all that could be fun. Mm-hmm. It could be a blast, Right. And I couldn't do it the way that the example was being set for me, right? High fee, low volume. Boring. It's yeah. so boring. It's just boring. It's like, and for, because I'm, I'm a go, 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 go guy, right? I'm constantly like Tasmanian devil on, on steroids, right? I'm just always going in different directions. And I'm getting better in, in many ways. Um, but for me, that was just a boring way to do it. And it was not sustainable and people couldn't refer and they were embarrassed about their bill at checkout and blah, 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 you know? And so that one thing, when it went to low fee, high volume, I thought, now that'd be a fun game to play. Yeah. That would be a fun game to play. And how can I, how can I deliver in a 15 minute or less visit, 15 minutes or less to a client, the perceived value that they spent $40 plus 60 to 80 bucks on supplements for a 15 minute visit? Mm-hmm. So that we could average $580 an hour 
of clinical time every hour that we're open. Yeah. That's, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. That's a fun game to me. And it stayed fun for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was not, no, no, now, now, because now I realized that what we had experienced, now we need to start capturing all this. I need to back off of that part and do these other projects so that my game stays fun. Mm-hmm. And that's been my challenge that she's seen it, right? Tammy's seen it the last two or three years. The game for me in certain aspects, it just lost its, it's just like, okay, now it's boring again. Mm-hmm. But this is a really good thing to bring up too, because for you or any practitioners, like you get to design the game, mm-hmm. but you also have to design it in a way that it's win-win, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, that's where the the high fee, low volume didn't work is it wasn't win-win for yep. the business and the community, yep. right? Yes. So, so, and this is kind of where he's going with the vision mission is that it has to be win-win on both sides, but you mm-hmm. also get to design what that looks like. Like we all know April does 30 minute visits yeah. because April likes to chat. Yeah. So that's how she's designed her game is still a win-win, right? Mm-hmm. But it's that it's also what is best for her each day. Mm-hmm. For what's best for him each day is 15 minutes. Yeah. And be on to the next person, right? Because yeah. he's a Yeah. Well, I just cut to the, the chase. Exam in 5 minutes, yeah. but you know. Yeah, no. I've seen it. That's it what's cool. It still doesn't feel rushed or Doesn't feel that's the key. You know, doesn't um, feel rushed. Mm-hmm. Initially when I I had seen you multiple times and I guess I never really put together that it was a 15 minute visit, which is probably good because I don't know if I would have still wanted you to, never drive stopped to think about drive, it. drive four hours for a 15 minute and visit. And you never like thought about <laughs> you, it. You've you heard me brag about that, right? Well, I got people to drive four hours for a 15 minute visit. Shayla's one of them. That was me. But you saw the value. <laughs> yes. And, I and you didn't even think feeling. about it. Yeah. And it never felt rushed or like, you know, exactly. hey, well, get out of here now. You know? Exactly. Um, yeah. And it's not. Really, yeah. the exam isn't rushed, and there still is plenty of time to um, build those relationships with people. Yeah, which is so. amazing, kind of. You yeah. know, fifteen yeah. minutes, and I still feel. I think most people still feel like they're getting much more than they are from, say, their physicians, or yeah, you know, you're getting much more of that, and you're spending much less of your day. Yeah. If you go, if you have a doctor's appointment, you better just. Oh, it's half a day for a 20-minute yeah. visit, you know, yeah. if, if, if you're lucky if that, with the PA these days. Yeah. So, so the vision, you get to create that, you get to, you get to give yourself permission to design what that looks like, because you're designing what, you know, what you're going to be spending your life doing, mm-hmm. and when I say life, you're investing time, right? Yeah. And it's the most valuable resource that we all have. Mm-hmm. So you want the, be- I don't know about you, I want the best return possible for my investment of time. Because okay. you're going to spend a lot of money. We all have. You're going to waste a lot of money. We all already have, right? Mm-hmm. Those things, we don't really lose sleep over that much. Where the regret comes in is investing a lot of time in things that we shouldn't have. That's mm-hmm. where we... Because that's extremely valuable resource. We're never going to get this day back. We're no. never going to get this day back. Mm-hmm. No. You can't buy more. You can't make no. more. No. No amount of money buys a second more time. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when... A, I love I love rock and roll. Eddie Van Halen passed away on the sixth of December, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been you know binge watching videos and listening to music <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like here's a guy that was worth a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Hundred million dollars didn't buy him one more second mm-hmm. of time. And how much of that money do you think he'd give away gladly today for, for some more time. time with his son? Yeah, a day. Mm-hmm. How much? 
How much would he be willing to give yeah. for a day? Yeah. For one more day. Knowing all he had was one more day. How much do you think he'd give? Probably all of it. Yeah. So that's how important this is, is that you're going to be investing your energy and your passion and your, and your drive, uh, things that you can never get back. So if you're going to do that, you might as well make it a fun game. Yeah. That's one that you love to get up and do every day. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, you know, part of the game is, is developing more educational tools that, that Practice Blueprint can, you know, maybe get out there and get a you know, bigger name going, maybe more momentum things of that nature, you know, make sure the lab is as solid as possible. Spend more time with other practitioners, right? Maybe mm-hmm. do more stuff, um, video, I don't know. Just getting the word out, right? That's, for me, that's part of the game. That's part of the fun. And I've kind of twisted it here recently. I've kind of made a change for myself um, to get a little bit more jerking the covers for these schools, oh, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. I've kind of talked about that a little bit this week. And, yeah. But I have to run it by Becca before I do it because she, she might want to have the no button there before I. <laughs> I mean, it is an important point to be brought up, though, because they're not positioning people for success. And no. where we so dramatically need people who can share this, mm-hmm. you know, more people being educated isn't all that helpful. Yeah. Um, if they can't do it. Yeah. yeah. If they can't create value in the minds of the community as to why should somebody come and spend some time with you mm-hmm. and listen to what you have to offer and then follow your recommendations and see what that produces for them. If you can't translate that certificate or that herbal degree or that, uh, you know, course in whole food nutrition into that, then, mm-hmm. you know, and I think part of it is that the schools, the schools really believe that most of their students do not come to them uh, for any other purpose than to get personal education for themselves and their family. They really believe that. Mm-hmm. They really do believe that. Mm-hmm. So that's the cover I'm going to start jerking. I'm going to, I'm designing a deal to go at it from that angle and see. And I think that's fair, but there's a lot of people going to these schools thinking that they can make it a real at least natural health hustle. business yeah. that they can replace their job with. Yeah. And they're going into so when they're finishing they're thinking they're going to be prepared for that so when they finish they're like wait so what am i doing mm. yeah and that's where um where it's really unfortunate they're confused even just finishing up with their studies oh i, I get numerous messages from people i won't name the school because i don't want to throw anybody under the sure. bus but i get numerous messages of do you know what we're supposed to do here and yeah. i'm like I would call a school, you know. Yeah. So in designing this mission and making it fun, right, what we did, what I did is, and I I took my mission statement to kind of go through question one here. I, did, I took my mission statement from a guy by the name of Rod Shelley. He's a retired practitioner in San Diego, or his offices were in San Diego. He had five different offices in a 10-mile radius. Well, you told me about this guy. Yeah. This guy's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, and his, his, he's the one that taught me things like when a client asks you how it works, it's okay to say really well. <laughs> he's the one that taught me that when you're testing kinesiology on somebody and the liver goes weak and they say, oh my gosh, 
What does that mean? He was the one that gave me permission to say, it's too soon to tell. Yes, and people are like, oh my gosh, what do I have then? What's wrong with me? Yeah. You didn't get into it this is, situation it's overnight. It's a stress point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're addressing yeah. that it's stressed. Yeah. It's too soon to tell. Let's 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 see what is, let's let's find out. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets them on that journey, right, of discovery for themselves. And and his communication patterns were so he used to do a television show out there, and he, they showed an interview. This is old old school stuff. I mean, it's like scratchy video kind of stuff. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. But he did an interview. Um, none of these clients had time, like there was no prep. They weren't given like a script, right? And none of them had been on TV, Mm -hmm. but they were asked a question. What brought you to Dr. Shelley? And every single one of them, every single one of them, there was five different people, different situations that were interviewed. And every one of them used the same terminology, different way but the exact same terminology. And they said, yeah, Dr. Shelley offers nutritional therapy. And then they told their story. Dr. Shelley introduced me to the nutritional therapy. And then they told their story. He had them so groomed and so well communicated with that when they left his office, they could tell anybody in the community about what Dr. Shelley does as nutritional therapy. So simple. Now here's a guy who's a chiropractor. He did it for 26 years. He did system surveys on people before he ever did nutrition. He did it for six years. He didn't even offer nutrition. He just did system surveys to see if chiropractic was helping reduce stress off the liver and the heart and all that. So he wasn't even doing nutrition for six years. He was in practice. Wow. Right? But he understood. He had the greatest impact on me understanding the importance of consistent communication. Mm-hmm. To develop these patterns with people over and over and over and over and over again. Because you're not, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the next, when you're in a Facebook group a year from now and somebody's posing questions about they're struggling with their business. Mm-hmm. You can now communicate with, right? And that's what he would do with his clients. Um, that they could go out into the community with their family and friends and coworkers and easily, simply share with them that it's nutritional therapy. Here's my story. And that's it. Wow. So with the mission statement that I have, um, I stole from Dr. Shelley. <laughs> just quite honestly. I, just, I mean, I, I kind of revamped it to fit me. Mm-hmm. But it says, we have created a nutritional therapy practice where we help more people in less time. We earn more net profit dollars every month. Our practice is fun and easy to do because we have a simple, easily reproducible system for client intake, evaluation, program of care, education, fulfillment of the product, reevaluation, recall of our clients, which is so effective it magnetizes new clients, each which respond to our care and recommendations, cheerfully pay our fees, and refer more people to do the same. <laughs> That's a mission statement, right? That's, and you saw it Tuesday night. Yeah. We did a we did a orientation class. We only had one person here. We did the deal. I left part of it out. Kind of screwed it up. No big. She got here because Jennifer Mars <clears throat> sent her. Oh, yeah, she's told me all that. She just loves you guys. Oh, this helped her so much. Her and her husband's like, she know why she was here? It was a formality. That's why she was here. Because all of our new clients go through the orientation class, mm-hmm. right? You saw the script. Yep. Did you use. guys get to talk about the benefit of one person in a class? 
or like how that not yet oh okay oh that's a good thing to I that's just, huge yeah that's a good thing to cover absolutely because there's a lot of practitioners that would cancel class yep. or um or yep. um i've made this mistake i'm i i've made it too but i've made this mistake where <laughs> i had 10 rsvps right or 11 and one person shows up and i'm so like i've let that affect me yep. that i took this hit in the game yep, yep. That I now did not give the right amount of attention to that one person that did show up and then they didn't take action because I wasn't present because I'm too busy thinking about the 10 people that didn't show up. Yep. And that will happen. Versus if I would have given that one person my full attention, I'm yep. so glad you're here. Yep. Let's yeah. share this yep. with you. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. They would have been excited and potentially referred me more than 10 people. Yep. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So that's where we let the game and I did notice that was really clear last night when they were like, yeah, we only have one person still having class. Like, I heard it from you. I heard it from Sarah. You know. Yep. Yep. We'll still be here. Yep. We have class no matter what. Yep. So. Because that person, that person, our message is that valuable. Mm-hmm. That's how valuable this message is. Right? Is that that one person needs to hear this. They need to hear that there's a different approach. They need to hear that it's affordable. It gets results. That it's accessible, right? Yeah. That it's something that they can do, that they can participate in, and they can get the benefit from. Because that, not just because they need to hear it, but because they need, they'll then be in a position to tell everybody they know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's you got to think about the the micro and the macro. In the micro, would I rather have three people? Sure. Would I rather have five or three? Sure. Would I rather have ten? Absolutely. Right. The more people in the room, the my energy's up too. Yeah. That's just the that's just the power of group dynamics. Doesn't you know everybody's that way? Okay. That being said, that's the micro. One person is one person more than knew about it before. In the macro is that impact that that person will have in the community because they're taken care of properly. Mm -hmm. They're made to feel we accommodated to them. They were made to feel welcome and appreciated, right? Mm -hmm. And because it's more important about the long term relationship. I want, I'm more impor- I'm more interested in what she'll say about me six months from now than six minutes after the class. Yeah. But you're investing in it now, mm-hmm. paying the price in full and in advance mm-hmm. in that relationship because that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And now that we have her as another resource, yeah. take exceptional care of her, use the system that we've designed, right, for communication, callback, product fulfillment, education, right? that gets her to the point where she is magnetized in the community and she brings more people in the future. And practitioners, we missed the boat on that. I used to miss it. The reason I missed the boat wasn't because I wasn't serious about the relationships. It's because the dynamic of the game I was trying to play didn't work for me. That didn't have that built in. I wanted that long-term relationship with lots of referrals and and a full book, right? I didn't want to just see five and six people a day, but it was 500 bucks a pop at checkout. And you're constantly rebuilding your practice every 90 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Trying to get people who can yeah. consistently afford that and right. willing to. It's exhausting. You always want to have new clients coming in, like yep. a, fl- yeah, like you a need steady that, flow, yep. but you don't want to feel like you're replacing your clients yep. every month. And yep. that's where it gets very exhausting and you feel like yep. you're not getting traction. So, because you, you know. should be graduating and bringing in new exactly, clients. yeah. So, like, Country Doctor has how many clients that are been active for over ten years? Where over exactly ten years you know? is like two hundred and forty something. 
I know. I, yeah. The number keeps yeah. changing, so I... It's 248, I think. Okay. Something like that. So I almost have to, 250. At the end right? of this year, I'll have I'll have uh, Rachel run a new number on it and see yeah. how many we have that's been here for 10 years or longer. Yeah. But that doesn't happen time. by accident, right? That right. was like them strategically working and building and honing those relationships and treating them like gold and consistently following the system and then it just grows and grows and grows versus replacing you could still be in the other model and replacing clients oh, and maybe I have we're out already yeah you'd have to you'd have to have 20 30 new clients every month mm-hmm. have to versus that steady 10 to 20 flow that naturally gets worked in yep um that stress of i have to have 30 new clients this month in order to pay rent yeah, yeah. you know yeah, big difference. Yeah, businesses that have um, high fee, low volume. I know an office in, uh, I think it's it's either Dallas or Houston. This guy spends fifty grand a month on marketing. Wow. His practice, fifty grand. Yeah, that's fifty thousand dollars. But he's selling twenty five thousand dollars programs of care. Mm-hmm. He lands between eight and ten of those a month. Wow. Okay. For his 50 grand, he weeds all of these people. Like he lands about eight to 10 a month, I right? Mean, 25,000 a pop. To be honest, it's tragic. It is. I just tragic. can't believe whatever he's saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I know the guy that helps him with his marketing. I think his marketing actually went up to about 120,000 a month now, mm-hmm. where he's wow. actually spending. He's having to spend. So here's the thing if he's bringing in. Eight people at four hundred thousand, but now he's having to spend twenty five percent just to try and replace them every month. That's yeah. not a good system. No, it's not. It's a terrible system, and it's not sustainable. That's going to crash. What that is, is going to crash. Is he doing something? He's either going to have to adjust it. He's either going to have to adjust it, or it's it's. Well, it's that's go a business. Away. As soon as the market shifts. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Those he's in the business right now. Don't. Don't. Survive. I don't. don't I don't survive. know if he's in business yeah. anymore. Yeah. This well, was five six years ago. Wow. And I know the guy that was doing his marketing. That's why. Uh-huh. And he told me, he says, this guy's spending 20, he's spending 50 grand a month to attract, you know, eight to 10 new clients, but you know, whatever. right now he's doing it, you know? Wow. So I don't even, I doubt that guy's even in business these days or, or he's drastically adjusted the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, because there's not very many people out there who can afford to play that game. No. You know, you're dealing with people that, you know, obviously they're millionaires. Obviously they got a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Expendable, you know, income or whatever. You want to drop twenty five grand on something? They do it. We just don't think that's I a just, fun game. It's not a fun game. <laughs> I would, you know, if it's not a fun game, then let's not play it. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's Country Doctor Wholesale. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.